Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the All In Due Time podcast. I'm Shay. I'm Atlanta and today we are going to be talking about, wait what are we talking about? Self-confidence. It's fine, <laughs> So, Shay, how are you feeling today? Three words, please. I'm feeling emotional because... Good emotional, time, bad emotional. Mm, all over the place emotional. Because <laughs> um, it's time, that time of the month, so definitely like, my emotions are very heightened. I've been crying for like, the past two days, building up to it. So just emotions all over the gaff, really, you know, up and down. For the most part, the emotions are down, let me not lie very sad okay. been a bit sad that's, um, you know. that's nice tonight that's nice no, tonight. That's yeah it's been a bit sad i think just crying and crying still heartbroken going through the motions basically so that's why i say <laughs> just emotional. To top it off, I'm still heartbroken just yeah. to top it off yeah put the cherry on top of that cake but uh yeah emotional for one two i am i guess i'm a bit stressed like got quite a bit to do for my for work like in terms of my jobs quite a bit to get done this week but it's not like it's not a crippling stress it's just a little bit of stress in the back of my head like an underlying issue just like an underlying one yeah and then third I would say is excitement because tomorrow I'm getting my first ever tattoo um, oh, it's tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow morning. I didn't even realize it was tomorrow. Yeah, I know. And what are you? What are you, wait? What are you getting? So I'm getting my dad's Let handwriting. Yeah, it's gonna be on my forearm. I'm just getting my dad's handwriting, and it says "Still my world" because that's what he calls me. So I'm gonna. Be I love that, that concept. I think yeah. Really cute. But yeah, so you've done your three words. How, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling in three words, Atlanta? <sighs> A mess. That's what I <laughs> um, okay, no, my actual my three words. One of them would actually say positive. To be that's honest. Good. I've not woken up feeling shit, so that's say the opposite brilliant. of that is feeling positive today. Nice. Um, and I would actually say I'm just feeling a bit numb, like I'm not actually feeling anything. Mm, I'm not yeah. feeling really happy, I'm not feeling depressed, I'm, not, I'm literally just feeling neutral. Yeah, I feel so like they're my three words. Beautiful stuff. Those are nothing nice. that interesting. But those are nice ones, they're not... They're not as sad and emotional and heartbroken as mine. <laughs> We're so yeah. right. It's all right. We move. We get. We go through the motions. We do. Two shall pass. It's fine. Um, Just ride the wave. Of ride the wave. Emotions and exactly. heartbreak. Um, okay, so today we're talking about obviously self confidence. So, what do you think self confidence looks like? Like, if I was to say to you, Atlanta when you get to that place of high self-confidence, what do you look like? What does that look like to you? I don't think that you can really pinpoint what it looks like. For me, self-confidence would be going into any situation mm-hmm. and feeling like, okay, if things don't go my way or mm-hmm. things like don't go well, then I'm fine because I'm content within myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. for example, let's link it to... A relationship say you get cheated on mm-hmm. if you've got high self-confidence you'd mm-hmm. be like okay you know what it's their loss it's not I've not done anything wrong yeah I can just walk away from this situation knowing myself and knowing that like yeah you know what I mean like I mm-hmm. think that self-confidence is just feeling so fine within yourself to the point where it doesn't matter what happens in your life yeah. you've got you do you know mm-hmm. what I mean 100% yeah, um, I hear that. And I feel like if you, for me, I think it's more evident if you don't have self-confidence because then, mm-hmm. you know, you've got insecurities. You've, like, I think it shows more yes, when definitely. you don't have self-confidence compared to when you do have self-confidence. I think yeah. you just know, like you can just sense when someone has yeah. confidence. What about you? I would say for me, being self-confident is having thick skin in the sense that nothing is going to completely throw you off. So yeah, for example, that's what I was saying. Yeah, like someone could, I don't know, criticize like an aspect of how you look or of, of how you are as a character. And you can take that mm-hmm. without it completely knocking you and then you're crying and, you know, completely beating yourself up over it or completely, you know, being hard on yourself and being So in a way you're and... so your your opinion 
of yourself is higher than anyone else's and no yeah. one can kind of no one can throw that, that off no one can undermine yeah. that like you just you know who you are so someone saying something about you whether that's good or bad it's like okay i hear that opinion but cool i like your opinion but, but it's not going to phase um, me or change yeah. anything yeah um so i think that's how i'll know i've got self-confidence is when things or little criticisms or comments don't completely throw me off um I agree. So yeah but I mean like I said I'm not all the way there yet at all um guys me and Atlanta you know we definitely struggle from self-confidence I think unfortunately a lot of young people do especially young girls but um everyone I know has gone through a period of low self-confidence even my friends that are confident now they weren't always like this um so but I, I feel think, like you have to go through yeah that to actually kind of understand yourself and and also yeah. I feel like you can have self-confidence for a period of time and then mm. you go through a couple of months where you're like, oh my God, I'm just not feeling, Yeah, I'm not feeling good, I feel shit, I feel oh, insecure, gosh. I don't like the way yeah. I look. Do you know what oh, I mean? And I've then been you through after that so that way. many times, yeah. 100%. But then also, I, I don't know about you, but like there has been times in my life where mm. I literally feel, the, the times where I felt the most confident within myself mm. is where I've literally like just said to my to myself I actually don't care like when I have no yeah care like I literally genuinely there's nothing in me that gives a shit what people think and then yeah. I'm like okay I'm free but then after a while it just creeps back in. it creeps like, back in yeah um it goes in like, thinking a million things yeah but I think having that no care attitude it's hard to get that no care attitude but I think it does it brings you peace if you don't care anyway there's a fine line between not caring about what others think and being a bad person and not caring to change that um yeah 100 percent. but yeah i think not caring does make it easier to be confident because if you don't but care you have about to get... what people think or if you don't care about how you look then somebody else commenting on how you look can't phase you because you literally do not care yeah. like but the thing is you have to, to get to a point of not caring means that you've just been broken down so yeah. much to the point where it's like i yeah. actually can't even like this is yeah. the last resort yeah oh 100 so yeah it's not like i just woke up one day and i was like you know what i don't care anymore it wasn't like that it was yeah, literally no, like no. i actually don't think i can feel any worse than i already do so yeah where do we go from so here? where do rock we go bottom. from here yeah yeah and so, like in terms of you saying that like hitting rock bottom and stuff and sort of being broken down so many times in terms of your lack of self-confidence was yours more so like physical was it like to do with how you are as a person inside like what where's your biggest struggle <sighs> been in terms of you and your confidence mine's definitely been know, body confidence and like physical appearance but girl yeah. you're beautiful thank you babe you're beautiful as well but so why why do you think it was more body body image body confidence um so i've always been very slim skinny even like in my family we're all very slim so Initially growing up, to me, slim wasn't, it wasn't really, I didn't really notice people's body sizes. I never paid attention mm -hmm. to it because when you're a child, you don't really notice, you don't care. Do you know what I mean? As you're, when you're like yeah. seven, eight, you're not thinking, oh, look, I'm slim compared to this person and this person. You don't really notice body image. It's when I hit secondary school and I specifically remember it was around year eight, year nine time. And I don't know if you remember, but there was like this craze, this almost trend of being thick. That's more current because I remember it's being current in now, year seven, yeah. year eight. Mm. I remember being in year seven, eight, and it was like, if you don't have a thigh gap, then See, what? this is the and thing. I used to literally, I'd be sitting there trying to like pull my legs Oh my apart, God. So See, this is gap. the thing. For me, I remember, one, <laughs> I remember, I had one and I hated it. I remember... It was like the days and people were using Tumblr and stuff, right? That's when the thigh gap thing was happening. And so I remember mm -hmm. this thigh gap thing being a trend. And then in a way it was weird because I remember people wanting a thigh gap and I had one. So I was like, oh, is this a... Like I was confused. I was like, oh, it's a good thing. Okay, okay, fine. Like, cool, I've got one, great. But I wasn't actually happy with it because I used to think at some... At times I would look in the mirror and think, oh, actually, I, I do look quite skinny, blah, blah, blah. Then when the thigh gap trend started um, and I saw like people basically trying to lose excess weight and like basically become super skinny then I was like wait but that's unhealthy like I don't I don't like necessarily being this skinny 
so people are sort of like praising being skinny and having a thigh gap but I don't like it I want to gain weight so and it was like this conflict for me because it's like well this is the trend this is what people like I should like having a thigh gap but I wasn't happy with it then fast yeah. forward a few years and it's all about being thick and whatever and you know thick girls curvy girls blah blah, blah. And me, guys, I'll put it out there. I'm built like I've been skinny cereal box. I'm very straight. Like you cannot tell the difference. I'm a cereal box. There is no, there's no, there's no what cereal on me. What's a straight cereal? Uh, shreddies. I'm a shreddy. <laughs> I'll be shreddies. <laughs> like literally, I have very little to no curves like I don't have like, any hourglass figure I don't my waist doesn't go in my hips don't go out I have no hips like, my waist to hip ratio is like a straight line literally I've always been very straight very slim if I turn sideways I'm very like narrow like literally I'm just a very yeah, but the way, no but the way you're talking about no the way you're talking about your body is like mm. you've just compared yourself to a cereal box like I know don't what, here we go guys you, this is what I'm saying as you can tell Shay's lacking her self-confidence but you need to, yeah, but you but, need to <laughs> appreciate your body no see this is the thing I'm getting there more positive so affirmations like like I'm saying I look like a cereal box but I'm I'm becoming accepting of this cereal box and, like I like to sort of make a joke and laugh about it because it's like you know what I'm built like a cereal box but it is what it is do you know what I mean I don't have a bum don't have big boobs mm -hmm. it is what it is like I, I try to but like, I'm a cereal box yeah but I'm a cereal box and I try to be as sort of comical and light-hearted about it as possible because it's like I actually it's got to the point now where I've, I've beaten myself up so much over the years like back in secondary school my my secondary school best friend she was bigger than me um but she, well she was curvier than me she was I guess the the lovely slim thick that became the trend after the thigh gap thing happened and so imagine me and her like we were like you know conjoined twins almost so me and her are always walking around together the trends now become thick curvy it's so whatever. bad that there's, there's, there's that trends for trend. do you know what I mean it's just so, it's actually disgusting yeah and so throughout secondary school like I'm saying from like year eight year nine I'm this skinny cereal box and my friend's this curvilicious, beautiful girl. And so that comparison stayed with me pretty much all throughout secondary school. At the time, like, I was besties with this girl who was just stunning. She's an absolutely beautiful girl. Like, do you know what I mean? She's still got that banging body now. Like, I was a skinny cereal box compared to her. Do you know what I mean? And so that always used to play on my mind. I used to come home literally look in the mirror and cry I used to try to eat as much as possible but I never that had the big appetite so for sad. it <laughs> it's all right I mean I've, I've grown out of it now like you know but um I used to cry and cry I used to be like I used to be googling how to gain weight sometimes I would wear um I'd like lay on my clothes a little bit so I'd wear like thick leggings or something underneath like a pair of jeans or I'd always wear mum jeans I mean still to this day I love mum jeans and like I think that's why I'm so into fashion and clothing because I, I can play with clothes to like balance out the proportions in my body. Like you hardly mm. ever see me in a pair of skinny jeans. It's like hardly ever because my legs are skinny and I have like a wider top half. So I try to balance it out. That's why I always wear mum jeans. Whereas now it's like I'm wearing mum jeans because I'm playing around with fashion. Whereas before I was wearing mum jeans with leggings underneath because I was so, you know, insecure about how skinny my legs would appear. I even tried doing, like, wrapping my belly in, like, cling film and stuff to, like, try and slim my waist down. Now, bear in mind, people do that to, like, lose belly fat. I didn't have any belly fat because I was literally skinny as hell. But I was trying to, like, I would literally, like, suck in my belly, right? I, it's so, like, sad even looking back on myself, like, 14, 15-year-old me doing this. I would suck yeah. in my belly to the point where it's, like, my waist would go in. So I'd get that tiny little curvature where you can see my waistline going mm -hmm. in and out so i'd suck in and then hold it like that and then wrap my stomach in a cling film. so uncomfortable it was because i was like right i'm skinny i can't gain weight but let me at least try to be skinny and curvy and bear in mind i don't have hips you cannot grow hips because hips are a bone like that's genetic love i cannot to make my hips grow i can't do any exercises to make the bones in my body grow it doesn't work like that yeah i can build a bit of muscle on the hip but I can't really change the structure of my skeleton. Like, I feel like your body, yeah, but your bodies are literally in proportion with you. Like, for example, See, if I don't you... think it is still to this day. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not like super insecure in it. Like, I wear whatever. I can wear a tight dress and stuff, and not really feel bad about it. But I think, like, naturally, I have um, what do you call it? Inverted triangle shape. So basically, my shoulders are wider than my hips. So like, if you've got an yeah. hourglass figure, your shoulders and your hips are like in proportion. That's why it's like it goes like out in out. 
Whereas with me, yeah, but I've got that's that's my body type, and yeah. you know what? It's, it's so annoying when you wear like like tops that are slightly baggy and oversized. Mm. They sit on your hips, and obviously between my hips and my shoulders, mm-hmm. you know, I've got a curve. So when you wear stuff, you always look bigger than what you actually are because it sits on your hips, and you literally can look like a extra large when actually you're a medium mm. do you know what do you know what i'm saying I never thought of that, so yeah. it's like, having curves it's not necessarily like it can like be annoying because yeah i like wearing baggy clothes and i look massive but really oh, underneath like yeah it's just i think do you know what that is i think you never really i guess literally it sounds cliche but you never see how beautiful you actually are or like how nice your body is or how nice your face is and i think you always want what you don't have so for example i would love to be curvilicious hourglass figure and you know be able to wear like tight things that show off my figure whereas you're like you'd probably rather have a physique maybe a bit more like mine so you could wear the baggy clothes without appearing a lot bigger do you know what i mean like you always sort of want what you don't have necessarily you always want what 100%. the other person has but like and if you say, actually did have if you, if you did have a different body type mm. you would probably like you probably would miss your body now because you'd be like oh 100 appreciate it like oh well, it's like it's like you know when you look back on pictures of yourself and you're like oh my god I looked so nice that day why did I feel shit why was time? I like so horrible to myself like I yeah. would when I tell you I would cry like I literally would look in mirrors and start crying like hated my face hated my body like I'm talking de- like depressed and I definitely think I mean I never went to doctors when I was younger I probably should have um but I definitely think I had body dysmorphia when I was going through secondary school um and I have a few friends that also have said that they had it or think they had it and just for those of you that what, what is what it, body di- yeah, yeah what it is so um I've got a definition from mind UK because I think that's probably the best place to go because it's all about mental health issues um I'm just going to quickly read what they describe as so it says body dysmorphic disorder is an anxiety disorder related to body image you might be given a diagnosis of BDD if you experience obsessive worries about one or more perceived flaws in your physical appearance and the flaw cannot be seen by others or appears very slight and you develop compulsive behaviors and routines such as excessive use of mirrors or picking your skin to deal with the worries you have about the way you look. And it says, if you have BDD, these obsessions and behaviors cause emotional distress and have a significant impact on your ability to carry on with your day-to-day life. So in this way, BDD is closely related to obsessive compulsive disorder. Now, even just me talking about how I would like suck in my belly, wrap it in cling film, how I would literally try to force myself to eat. I would look in mirrors and cry. I would um, like, you know, wear certain clothes and like try to thicken myself up like literally all of these things I was doing this for years years until like literally at least two years I used to look in mirrors and cry I hate how I looked I would buy a dress like go online buy a dress it looks banging on the model me not putting two and two together and thinking well my body's nothing like that models I would still go and buy that dress and then cry because I don't look like the model in the dress when the model is literally like oh, I used to literally I, can, I would self-sabotage myself I would Kid you, not, you know pretty little thing had the shape section right for the hourglass mm-hmm. figure don't know who i thought i was mrs cereal box buying dresses from the shape section and then crying hysterically because oh why don't i look curvy in this uh because Shay, you don't have curves like that's it <laughs> like i can i can laugh and look at it now but at the time i was so like angry like why am i not curvy why do i not have this hourglass figure in this dress uh because i don't have an hourglass figure babe like that's it honestly i used to be so i used to cry hysterically like looking in mirrors would make me cry got to a point i used to walk to school or just walk anywhere even in my house i went for a period of like at least four or five months i wasn't looking in mirrors i avoided mirrors avoided looking in like car windows any mirror i would avoid it went for a period didn't want to take pictures like if i was with my friends i'd sort of be faking it. it's like obviously we take selfies and they take we take pictures at the parties but but you really down, don't want to take pictures deep down every time we took a picture even if they were like oh my gosh Shay, look at you look banging i'd look at the picture and be wanting to cry because i was like oh my god i look disgusting i look so skinny oh my god look at my i have no bum oh my god i have no boobs oh my god why are my legs so skinny Ugh. and like that was through the largest chunk of my secondary school experience, and also at, at that period of your life you're developing like you're basically turning into a woman at the same yeah. time so like yeah, everything within difficult. you is changing yeah. and on top of that you have to deal with you know body dysmorphia like mm-hmm. like you said and I feel like that must have been really really difficult yeah it wasn't um, and I, I appreciate the fact you're being it. so open and, oh, and talking thanks, about girl. it because I 
I think so many people can like relate to you yeah. and understand that um the things that you've been talking about I mean I I can't necessarily relate exactly but I can 100% appreciate what you went through and yeah I do think even even if you know um like you're still dealing with that mm. at least you can talk about it now yeah no I'm very open about so it so open with it yeah yeah definitely but it is but body I think body hard. image is it's a really difficult one because mm. I think it doesn't help when you're not feeling good about yourself and about yeah. your body and then someone or you know family members or whoever it may be makes a comment like oh, even God, if it's yeah. a little thing like I don't like what you're wearing or that's not look that's not very flattering yeah it literally it's just like it can just I mean it does lead back to self-confidence if you have mm-hmm. self-confidence you wouldn't care yeah but, you know if you are like feeling insecure about your your weight or your mm-hmm. body mm-hmm. and someone like there's external comments being projected yeah. onto you I think it makes it a whole lot worse yeah and words have, have so much power and people don't realize do. and it will come from your closest people it could come from your best friend it could come from your mum, your dad it could come from anyone and they're I don't and they even say know. that it's just oh we're just like I'm just being honest. I'm just trying to help you. Like that. Just trying like, to help, but that's not helpful. Like, that's not a nice outfit. It doesn't suit your body type. Like, but what if I, I want to wear it? Like, but what if you want to you wear know? it? Exactly. What if you don't want to wear things that are meant to be that flattering on your body type? Like body type would suggest that I shouldn't wear anything that exposes my shoulders. My shoulders are always out and exposed. I probably shouldn't show my shoulders because they're so broad and I should, you know, wear things to minimize them, which, okay, I might do sometimes if I'm feeling extra insecure about the width of my shoulders, which I, again, mm. that was another thing. I always hated my shoulders because they're so broad and I always felt like, like how I compare myself to the cereal box. I just felt like my physique has always been a bit more boyish, which again, isn't a bad thing. Some people might want a boyish figure and think that a boyish figure is absolutely stunning. Like people have told me my figure is nice and, you know, I really appreciate that. And I don't think they're lying or anything. It's just that I don't necessarily... It's not what you... Yeah. It's yeah. not necessarily what I love I've, I've learned to accept it and i'm learning to love my body and just be like oh, i don't care i'll wear something tight i'll wear something that exposes my skinny legs i'll put a pair of leggings on blah 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 um but i think even with what you're saying like with comments and stuff so um i imagine like f- f- could you give like a rough example i guess of like a comment you would have had that um, wasn't helpful per se yeah so you know sometimes i will wear tight dresses tight mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. you know and Things that show off my body, body shape, yeah, yeah. But then a lot of the time, mm-hmm. I like to wear tracksuits, baggy yeah. jumpers, yeah, because they're comfortable. Because mm-hmm. that's like what I feel comfortable in. 100%. And obviously, a lot of people associate wearing baggy things mm-hmm. um, as to like not feeling confident within yeah, yourself. They and maybe, do, yeah. maybe to an extent, that's true. But mm-hmm. if that is true, then why is that? Why is that a problem wearing baggy clothes? Because if that's what I feel comfortable in, then yeah like I don't get it but yeah. um yeah like my even my mum for example she goes, mm. oh, why are you wearing that for like you look so nice when you're wearing like tighter things mm. like you look 10 times bigger than what you are wearing that and it's yeah. like one that doesn't make me feel any better yeah Two, you know like I like wearing these things so mm-hmm. what is the problem like yeah why is it such a big deal and it's just mm-hmm. it makes me feel even worse because it's like I like wearing these things, but then to other people, I feel like now I look massive. Yeah. Now I don't really want to wear that. And I feel like I need to wear tight things all the time. Yeah, now you feel like you have to go and change. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I'm not not really skinny. Like, I've got, like... I've put on weight in the past year. Like, I love I your body, Atlanta. Honestly, I bloody love it, guys. Atlanta, thank you. But... Ten out of ten, banging. <laughs> no, I've, put, I've put on weight. Like, oh, and the thing is, like, we don't. No, care. but I've got a bit of a like. My stomach's not flat at all. Mm. It's ne- it never has been, and it mm. probably never will be. I mean, I I don't work out really well. <laughs> Same. Actually, oh my god, I haven't said that. I need to update my um <laughs> my gyms. My gym's reopening, and my oh, card expired. I need to give them the new. Thank God. Sorry, I just reminded myself that. <laughs> but um, but you know, like my stomach's not flat, mm. and like if I wear tight things, I'm mm-hmm. I'm very like conscious of it, and also. Yeah. When I was born, like I had, um, it's it's like a growth. I'm not going to go into detail with mm. what, what the operation was, but I had an operation yeah. on my oh, wow. on my belly button, and like yeah. I'm really insecure about it. So like, if ever I am wearing stuff, I always have to wear 
high waisted jeans oh, to cover wow. it because I just I just hate it. Like it just yeah. like some people they wouldn't even realize you wouldn't even notice it. Yeah, but for me it's a major insecurity. Yeah. So I kind of adapt to what I wear like yeah. based around that like I, yeah. if I wear shorts for example mm-hmm. I will pull the shorts up above it and make the shorts tight so it doesn't like you can't see my belly right. button. Like, even yesterday for example mm. I was taking some pictures mm-hmm. and literally like you could see it in the pictures and I did each every 100% picture, I, like, no, I would never notice or have known that I don't want yeah. anyone to see it yeah like wow I just feel like certain clothes I just feel comfortable in, and I don't have yeah. to worry about things like that when I wear tight yes, clothes yeah. I feel like don't get me wrong, like, uh, sometimes I can be feeling myself. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, of course. Like, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, mm-hmm. that's good. But yeah. um, often, sometimes, I'm like, you know what? I don't have the body to be wearing these tight things. Like, yeah. this stuff would suit your body type, for mm. example. I think there's so much the, pressure, honestly. There is, and social media doesn't help. And oh, I'm not one to, God, yeah. you know, I, I don't personally look at models and be like, oh my God, like I wish I had that body. But that doesn't mean that I'm confident with my body. Yes. Like, I won't be happy yeah. with my body, but I don't really look at anyone else's body and be like, oh my God, that is amazing. Wish I, could I look used like to that. see, I used to do that. That is exactly what I used to do. I used to, and again, like I, it was all like self sabotage. So, like I said, I'll be ordering off of the shape section for hourglass figures and then getting upset that I don't look like that what else I would do is I would follow a lot of um celebrities sorry or influencers that had Mm. the body shape that I wanted and didn't have so that made it worse because all the people that were on my feed had these banging hourglass figures big bums all of this stuff that I didn't have and then my entire social media feed was filled with that that's just yeah that's just really so it was like i was literally like, every damaging myself yeah. yeah that's 100 like no, social media is good. so dangerous when you're not using it safely so like nowadays i use it i'm very wise in how i use my social media so all of those influencers models celebrities that have these super hourglass curvy figures whatever basically any account that made me feel insecure about my body or my face anything I unfollowed all of them and I started following influencers, celebrities, models who are skinnier or who have bodies like mine Mm -hmm. or who are skinnier than me. Not to say that someone being skinnier than me automatically makes me feel better about myself because there are some people with skinnier bodies and I'm like, oh my gosh, her figure is stunning. But just following people that are more like me, people that are smaller, people that don't have this super hourglass figure, it makes me feel more normal because my feed is now full of people with regular bodies uh like all different sizes but as well people that are built like me and slim girls so therefore it's like oh when i'm scrolling i don't see a figure and be like oh my gosh why is my body not like that blah 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 blah. i can just step back and see a person's body and just be like that's a nice body keep it stepping like don't get me wrong it's not Mm -hmm. like i completely banned anyone with curves from my instagram (laughs) i still do follow people that have bodies that i don't have but because i think I've become more accepting in mine. It's not the same reaction now. So when I see somebody with the super hourglass figure, I mean, that I means like, progression. That means yeah. That you, as I'm saying, I'm definitely, I'm definitely progressing in terms of my confidence. So I can now look at somebody with this figure that before I'd be crying over because I didn't have it. Whereas now I can see that figure and be like, oh my gosh, her body's amazing, and keep scrolling without any sort of strong emotional attachment anymore. Whereas before, if I saw that picture, I'd literally burst into tears. Do you know what I mean? So have a breakdown. Literally have a breakdown over why don't I look like that? Whereas now I can see that person with this beautiful hourglass figure, this stunning, you know, thick girl, or whatever the kids call it nowadays. But yeah, someone bigger than me, curvy than me, whatever. I can see those girls now and just appreciate them for their beauty and keep without having to compare myself. I think that's where it is. I've learned to stop comparing as much because comparison guys comparison oh is my a disease comparing. oh my god comparison is the biggest and disease. it's never ending oh it's my goodness you can, you and it yeah it's comparison not i mean me and Atlanta, obviously right now we're talking about body image mainly but you can compare anything you compare yourself to another oh. person for is a disease comparing someone because they're and if you compare you yourself or, enough do you not feel that if you compare yourself enough, you actually start changing to try and oh, adapt and, and, and be like million. that person? So that, that was literally why I was out here thickening up, trying to thicken up by wearing layers of clothing, trying to force myself to eat, trying to flip in, cling fill my belly. Like, are you joking? I didn't even have a belly back then. I have a little bit of a 
top now. Back then I was the flattest belly ever and I was here sucking it in to try and turn that belly into like a super slim weight. It's ridiculous. That's what comparison does to you. Because I was trying to be all these girls I was seeing. I was trying to be my best friend at the time. It's, it's so insane. sad. Like, it's really, it's really, really sad. sad. And, and also, can I just say, going back to, like, when you were ordering clothes and they didn't fit, mm. like, I always had that struggle. As yeah. in, these shape collections have come out because mm. girls with my body type literally couldn't, couldn't fit find, into yeah. the clothes. Do you know, I literally, to this day, I have never bought a pair of jeans from Zara because they wow. will, they'll, they'll fit my waist but they won't okay. fit my legs or vice versa mm. like I can it's very difficult for me to, shop, to yeah. find yeah to find clothes that completely fit my body or look right on my body mm. because like I said with the tops they sit on your your hips make you look yeah. big with jeans your waist is small but your legs are not like yeah. they're thick so like it's difficult and it's these really shape difficult. collections by the way guys we both studied fashion both yes we made. did <laughs> so we like I when I did my final project mm-hmm. we were um, studying I did mine on like the curvy mm-hmm. hourglass figure because I feel like you know there's been endless times like I don't even you know I don't even shop online and I, I barely buy wow. clothes the other day I bought I bought some stuff from Zara one of the dresses has to go back because I literally went downstairs and said to my mm-hmm. mom like what is this like she was like she was like you look like um a woman that's just had a baby and oh my gosh she's just <laughs> and she's just I don't know she goes you look like you've just had a baby and you're wearing maternity clothes because you're you're trying to you know go back to your original size. She's like, it looks way oh too big. God. It makes you look bigger than what you are. It's just not nice. So I was like, okay, that's going back. But like, oh no. I literally, I'm, I rarely buy clothes now because one, one, I've got too many clothes. My wardrobe literally don't even close. Yeah. Two, whenever I do order clothes, ninety nine percent of the time I have to send them back because they will be either too small or they just don't look right. And by that I mean like for example if I've got a top mm-hmm. they'll be fine on my arms but it just like my, it won't fit like my boobs are just too big to look it just looks like stretched like, yeah it just doesn't look yeah, right yeah, yeah. it just looks I, I don't know like every single time I buy clothes like it just doesn't look right and I mm-hmm. always feel like I look bigger than what I am and I mm-hmm. already feel like I'm not necessarily skinny at all because I'm not yeah so when something makes me look bigger I mean, it's kind of a contradiction because I said I like wearing mm. baggy clothes. But mm. when I'm trying to wear non-baggy clothes, yes, even, yeah. You know, okay, for example, if you wore baggy clothes, it looks cute, like little mm-hmm. oversized jumper. Mm-hmm. You can tell it's oversized. Whereas when I wear an oversized mm-hmm. jumper, I feel like I it, don't. It, doesn't it look looks oversized. Yeah, it's true to size. If that right, makes sense. I get what you mean. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like it's really difficult because everyone's body sizes are different like Everyone. everyone's body shapes are different yeah like, have you seen those those posts where it's like all the women lined up and it's like all of these girls are size 12 yeah and one of them's like tiny one yeah of massive like and you, their I bodies can... are just body no one's body even like two people with an hourglass figure they're not the same like everybody shape is completely different my like you did yours on um like curvy figures my final major project i did it on um dressing every single body shape to make each body shape feel the most confident and stuff and like because i like that concept thanks because it's just like i think especially like growing up you're not you know like you i think you don't really recognize how different bodies can be you just sort of divide it into like skinny and fat or do you know what i mean like you literally mm-hmm. you're not looking at proportions or like actual sizes you're just seeing it as oh i'm skinnier than her oh i'm fatter than her that's it literally literally it. you're not you're not really i think and i think because your your brain is so sort of i don't know controlled by what you see around you in society and stuff you're not there's not a lot of logic attached to it it's just you see someone bigger than you or smaller than you and then you compare yourself to her that's it <laughs> like you don't actually yeah. stop to think to be honest yeah different that's that that's fine but I don't know I think I think unfortunately like I wish it wasn't this way but I think unfortunately we all sort of go through it at like that young pre-teen stage and you're like going through puberty and stuff I think everyone sort of unfortunately has to go through this little dip in your self-confidence hopefully I mean not everyone there are I'm sure there are plenty of people that never really had to worry about being uh trying to be different or anything like that I'm sure there were people that went through this secondary school phase or just teen phase without being um insecure in themselves but for the most part people were regardless and you think you you see people and you want to be like them you want to have their body but they are so insecure in that body 
So having that body isn't necessarily going to bring you any happiness because they're insecure. They they could be crying in the mirror as well. That same they're girl, at someone that else wishing they looked like that. That same girl, that, that same girls I would cry over because I didn't have their curves. They could have been crying over girls like me because they weren't this skinny. Do you know what I mean? It's exactly you're never gonna. I think you always want what you an can't unhealthy have. Cycle. It's unhealthy. It's you always want what you can't have until you learn to accept your body for what it is and realize, well, my body's like this and it's fine, and that person's body's like that and it's fine. Both of our bodies are nice. Both of our bodies are beautiful. It is what it is. Let's keep it stepping and like. Like my body confidence has definitely grown. I still get insecure sometimes. I'll look in the mirror and be like, oh, ain't got a bum, ain't got boobs, ain't got no curves. But like I'll, instead of before where I would say that stuff and cry, it's more like I'll say that stuff, make a little joke, i.e. the cereal box, laugh about it and go about my business. So I think it's just training yourself to lose such a strong emotional attachment and lose that comparison. It really it does come down to comparison, I think. But I think it's just... and I feel like social media going back to social media mm. that creates like I think it just makes things so much worse if I didn't have grow up with social media mm-hmm. I wouldn't be compared like who would I be comparing to Honestly. like obviously like maybe people that you know friends and stuff yeah but not to the extent but not to of, that extent absolutely you know, not and that also extent. You know, the people on Instagram, it's not a lot of the time, it's not real life. Like the pictures are edited. Oh, gosh, yeah. Their bodies are, the bodies are edited as well. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So, you know, you're really comparing yourself to something that's not even real. real. And that's what's so damaging. And I think young girls now, especially young boys, even probably, are people are more um, into things like surgery and are contemplating it a lot more than before social media was a thing and that's really sad like by all means if you want to get surgery I'm not going to tell someone you can't or you can like who am I to tell you what to do with your body it's your body and yeah. if it's going to if it's going to make you happy by all means do whatever procedure you want to do to your body but I just feel like before anyone ever decides to go under the knife like just try your best to embrace and love your body for what it is because, because going I like under that, that knife Go on. I was just going to say that learning to like be happy within yourself takes mm. time, but then I feel so like much time. surgery being a very easy option now, mm. but it's kind of just like, oh, that's a long process. Let me just, let me just make changes to my body because yeah. um, I'll feel better. And I just feel like, where do you draw the line? Because it's mm. the thing where what if you, you know, you get surgery, then it's like, right, I'm still feeling shit within myself. Exactly. Let me, let me adjust something else. Let me yep. get even more surgery. And I feel like you can't defeat the enemy without knowing him or her mm. but if the enemy yeah, is what you, mean. you know you're insecure you need to defeat that and uh, getting surgery and and doing stuff like that that's not defeating it's just avoiding it it's just avoiding it actually, completely yeah you have to yeah actually get to the root of the problem yeah and otherwise people, it will just resurface yeah like you can get as much surgery as you want but if you don't actually fix yourself inside and stop comparing yourself then because let's say you get surgery to get a bigger bum right Let's say I go under the knife and I get surgery to make my bum bigger. I've got a bigger bum. Great. Come out of surgery, but then I could see someone with an even bigger bum or then I see someone with bigger boobs. Oh, right, right. Let me go and get my boobs done as well. I'm still comparing. Until you stop yeah. comparing yourself, I don't think surgery can actually really it's gonna keep going. help you because you can go on, you can have surgery, but still be comparing to someone else. Then you're going to want surgery yeah. again to get more like that person and more like that person. It doesn't stop. Last year, I went to like a... Um, bbl talk it was just like in box oh, park wow. in wembley you know influences and things promote these life-changing surergeries that can also have damaging effects like there are high risks with oh, the of BBL course so you can die from things like that of course but then say you're comparing yourself to someone on instagram mm-hmm. they go and get this surgery mm-hmm. that's the body type you want you're gonna be like oh my god they look great like, yeah i want to go and get that and also people don't even realize it. like i was talking to someone the other day you wanted a BBL. And I said, you know, you actually have to work out because it's not implants, it's basically yeah, your fat. It's your I fat. Said, you, know, you can lose it. You have to work, you have to keep working out. And she was like, I didn't know that. Oh, I was gosh, like, yeah, see? like, if you're, I do think if you are going to get surgery, then definitely do your research. And it's the thing where I wouldn't personally get surgery just because it's just like we've said it's just an ongoing problem you get yeah. surgery and then you'll find something else if people do have surgery but i would never but like, i wouldn't why do you have be comp- yeah by all means yeah. i support my friend if, they if that get makes it. you happy then cool but also when i see on instagram win one ml of lip filler oh yeah I'm i don't like wow that. yeah i don't know body just bodies and the physical appearance i think is like the major killer in terms of people's confidence like i think 
that's 100%. that's where the issues come from mainly it's the body and the it's the physical but just quickly to touch on because we've spoken predominantly for this episode about body I guess just to say are there any non-physical things that you've felt insecure about but have overcome or are learning to overcome let's take it away from the physical quickly just for a moment like what are there any non-physical things that you say you would have Um, struggled with in terms of your confidence I feel like can you hear me yeah we're gonna do it again (laughs) hello Hello. okay it's fine it was just Um, your mic was crackling oh I give up with this bloody it's fine it's fine I'm gonna take it out in a minute just say what you're saying it's all right okay so I feel like because I do suffer with anxiety and like in certain situations I can have it under control mm-hmm. but when I am talking to someone and I'm, I know that I'm feeling awkward I often will be like why am I like this like why do I go into situations and just like in my head I'm thinking like this isn't me right now so yeah. when I'm feeling awkward and I'm talking to people mm. and I know that they they probably have an image of me now in their heads where I'm like this really quiet shy awkward yeah person which I've hated myself so much for being like that in the past if I've looked back on situations and I'm like why was I so awkward I can't control it but yeah it it frustrates me because it's like why am I like this that's like a part of my personality in a sense that I hate like I actually hate I wish I was not I wish I was not a fucking anxious person but I literally can't help it cannot help it so yeah don't be so hard on yourself but um thing is it's just frustrating no yeah I think it's more of a frustration because it's like you just you just want to be able to like sort of have a good time and not get into that headspace and but sometimes you know the mind is powerful in it like sometimes your mind's going to pull you down and it just is what it is it's shit but you can't you know you just have to sort of you have to let it pass instead of trying to fight it because then you'll probably end making yourself feel worse but um I think that's definitely of, like a big thing yeah no it's, it's a sort of same like I think depression and anxiety like when I used to be really hysterical like I was really down and depressed all the time like I was going weak crying hysterically and I was like even back when I was still with my ex just always crying like it was clear something was wrong but I didn't I didn't go to stops for ages about it um but I was hysterical when I used to absolutely hate it it was it was like my depression made me feel hopeless and just really emotional so I'd be crying hysterically or just always always having a little breakdown always like every day having a breakdown right and I'd be crying did you feel and like then, after your breakdowns you felt like it was a release and you felt a little bit better? I felt worse. So what would happen is I'd have the breakdown, I'd cry and then hate myself for being so emotional and crying all the time. So it was like... So actually you I felt sh- even worse. Like, even why worse. Why am I doing this? Why am I it so was, emotional? It, yeah, why am I so emotional? Why am I crying so much? Oh, for flip's sake, Shay, like pull yourself together. Why are you crying all the time? What's wrong with you? Blah, blah, blah. Like just beating myself up because it was like, like the depression is what was making me so emotional but then I'd be crying crying to my ex crying to a friend crying to my dad and I used to feel like a burden so I used to feel insecure about no, not never feel like being a I know I get emotional when I mean I say that it. but I feel like I'm a burden when I talk about <laughs> no things. like it literally makes me emotional because it's like I'm like don't feel like you're a burden even though I, I feel know like I'm a burden. I know that's how I am with my friends it's so difficult because it's like I'm I'm crying because of something in a way out of my control I cannot control the depression I can have a bit more control mm-hmm. of my emotions now but you know this the depression that's making me like this and then I'm crying and then because I was crying so much I know that that especially when I was with my ex obviously that was my boyfriend I was like always talking to him and always with him so I just know it was also a lot for him to deal with it's so, like that made me feel worse because it's like I'm this hot hysteric mess I can't control myself I can't deal with myself and I know that by being with a boyfriend at this time it's difficult on the relationship on us because he's also as my boyfriend his duty is to like make sure I'm okay as well like obviously he should always always put himself first and stuff like that and prioritize himself but in the sense of naturally if you're with a partner and they've got a mental health issue you're gonna have to also learn to sort of live with that as well because that's a part of your partner so I just used to feel horrible I felt horrible with myself for being so depressed all the time but then also horrible because it was like and, and also insecure I would say and just had no confidence because I was like I don't even want to go out anymore I don't want to see anyone I don't want to go out with my friends I'm just this depressed mess um, and then you feel that guilty beca- that yeah, like you you're guilty. putting your friends yeah, yeah. You're making your friends like, and yeah so that know. that became an insecurity because it was like my insecurity was in a sense which is bad to say but my insecurity was my depression because I know how it made how it made me as a as a person and so I became insecure over my mental illness I didn't want to go out of the house I didn't want to meet up with people I didn't want to necessarily speak on the phone in case I had a breakdown like it made me avoid things and 
avoid people because I was so So you basically scared. isolated yourself even I said my hundred percent. Like do you remember when I was at uni I was awful. I was absolutely awful. Even that time when we met Well it didn't in, help that your uni people that you yeah. were living with left your kitchen at fucking oh, mess. That's not even like my uni experience was absolutely ten out of ten worst Sorry, experience of but my life. Honestly. Ten out of ten worst experience kitchen. of my life in that that kitchen alone, that whole situation. But um yeah, like definitely my mental illness became an insecurity because I didn't want to I wanted to hide it just like how I was hiding my skinny legs or my lack of bum <laughs> I wanted to hide my depression because I hated how it made me and I, I would cry over I was like I would cry because of the depression and then cry because I'm crying and crying because I had depression and crying because of how depression made me appear to other people so it became an insecurity and I would avoid going out I would avoid socializing I would avoid seeing my friends like I was insecure about becoming the depressed friend you still to wanted honest, to be Shay I still wanted to be old bubbly Shay but I wasn't that Shay anymore exactly so that became just a massive insecurity like having depression and anxiety became big insecurity just suffering from mental illness is an insecurity in itself because you don't want to like be in public and have like a little because breakdown because people don't truly understand episode. what you're going through exactly people don't understand it so just like how I used to not want to go out in public because of how I looked physically, I didn't want to go out in public because of how I was feeling mentally. So that also became an insecurity. Um, but I think by just being open about it, and it's it's unfortunate, but there is like a silver lining in the sense that I have a lot of friends that, um, was that a bird? Yeah, my <laughs> It's all right. No, I was like, what is that noise? Um, no, it's okay. It's unfortunate, but there's a silver lining in having a lot of friends or even family members that also go experience a mental illness. Because as sad as it is to have friends that have depression, have anxiety as well, it's like, okay, we're mm. in this together and we understand have each you other. Oh, absolutely. Have you experienced anyone saying, well, oh, there's worse things going on? You know, I like, have. I have that more so from family. I think you've my, got a lot of positive my, things in your life. What have you got to That's be depressed about? And do you know what? Yeah. I'll be honest. When we do like a bigger mental health episode, I'll go more into depth in this. But there is such a strong guilt feeling when you have a mental illness because it's like right. You're, so when you I have agree. depression or anxiety, you're horrible. You're hating life. You might even get suicidal or whatever. You feel like that. But then you feel this mad guilt and shame because it's like, but I, I, I'm blessed. Like, you know, I have a roof over my head. I have all these things. I have all these amazing friends. I don't have a, you almost feel like you don't have a right to be depressed. Or, you don't have a right. You don't have a right I to have think. a mental illness because it's like, why are you depressed? Look at your life. You've got this, you've got that, you've got this. Why are you, why are you unhappy? You should be happy. And so it's this massive guilt feeling and it's just horrible. It is horrible. But, you know, when we do like our mental health episode, like, we'll go a lot more in depth on all of that stuff. But there is oh, definitely. a silver lining in having, as unfortunate as it is, I wish I didn't have any friends with depression and anxiety. Like, you know what I mean? I wish I could have it so that they didn't and like, take it so away I from them. So I wish this conversation. Same. But at the same time, the fact we both have it is, it's nice because at least there's someone else you know that's close to you that understands how you feel. Like, if you didn't have a single friend or family member with, with a mental illness, you, you, feel would be, you would feel so alienated with the fact I have friends that have experienced it. It makes my life a lot easier, I guess. And you know um, that you can always, I know we were joking about it earlier, yeah. but I don't think anyone should feel like a burden because that's what yeah, your friends it's true. That's are, what like, people are there for. You know, and I often feel like, I don't want to message my friends, I've got their own stuff yeah. going on. Yeah, and same. I'll just end up not saying anything. Yeah. I do feel like if you want to talk about something, you should because it will build you up. should, yeah. It builds up and it gets worse for you if you don't. So I think by talking about it and like doing this podcast and speaking to my friends or having friends. It's like a little therapy session. Literally, it's a little therapy session. And I think as well, by speaking more about suffering from depression, anxiety, whatever mental illness, talking about the body dysmorphia that I did in this episode, like the more I talk about it, the less insecure about it I am. Like I feel like I'll get to a point, like I was saying with like, even with just self-confidence, I'll get to a point where I could meet somebody, be talking about things and be confidently be able to say, yeah, actually I'm suffering from depression at the moment. I'm suffering from anxiety at the moment. And not feeling scared to say that out loud to somebody new. Yeah, almost you know? normalising it in a way. Normalising it, like, oh yeah, or I don't know let's say I was on antidepressants or something be like oh yeah sorry just got to take my antidepressant and not running to the bathroom to pop the pill do you know what I mean like I think yeah that again I think the more we talk about it and stop I mean yeah stop I can't compare myself to people that don't have a mental illness I wish I didn't but I do right now hopefully I won't have it forever you know I might you know I could I can easily probably get to a point where I've worked through the depression and anxiety but then 10 years from now I might something crazy might happen in my life and I fall straight back into it and just being able to 
not be insecure about that happening but just looking at it as okay this is a part of me right now I need to you know talk about it and grow the confidence in this and own it as a part of me as opposed to like cry about it and compare myself to people that don't have depression you know yeah and I also feel like you will get through it because it's a thing that you go through it's not Mm -hmm. a permanent it's not a permanent thing and like you said you can come out of it and you might go back into it at a later stage of your life yeah but I've I've noticed that when I really would say I was depressed and Mm -hmm. was literally at like the lowest point of my life Mm -hmm. you can't get much lower than that so yeah you can't have to pick yourself back up you have to pick yourself back up and and when I am feeling you know depressed or I'm very stressed and everything's going wrong and you know I'm feeling a lot of emotions I never have felt as bad as, as as that period of my life yeah so I feel like even if I I am depressed Mm. I'm not as depressed as what I was because once you overcome it you you learn how to cope with it and deal with it and whatever you do face it's kind of like well I've got through that so it's kind of motivation to to get over other difficulties in life yeah I think once you've gone through your lowest of low you're We'll hit low times again. Yeah, we'll talk about that in the deep one. Yeah, when we do our mental health one, we'll go really deep because that's deep. That's going to be a deep one, guys. But um, yeah, I think once you've gone through your lowest low and you've sort of built up your confidence, even if your confidence does get knocked in the future or something does happen to you in the future, your confidence might get knocked, but it's never going to go back to that rock bottom where it's zero. I think once you start to find it for yourself, if you do go back to rock bottom, you will be able to cope with it because you've done it before how you just think like how you were feeling this time last year is completely different to how you're feeling now yeah it's true and there has been a stage in your life where you weren't feeling depressed yeah that's what i keep telling you will get back to that yeah you should read the book it's called um it's called reasons to stay alive by matt haig it's a good book oh i've got it thanks babe i'm gonna need to read that one but yeah so I think that's it for like our self-confidence even though it was predominantly body image but I think that was, body image, th- that was like the main it was important it was that's needed. important and I think that is the main reason for a lot of people's self-confidence issues anyway so definitely glad we did it but yeah that's cool. that's the end of this episode that is the end of this episode catch us next week Sunday for another one 7pm yes catch us then later alligators